Um, <clears throat> really, the, it's, it's joy to be with you because we've, uh, from a distance, been corresponding, and uh, we've been blessed by you over the years, now 12 years that we've been serving the Lord in Turkey, and uh, we've just uh, hit a bit of a bump in the road, but uh, not, in, not in the Lord's plan, naturally. He's just uh, directing us, showing us more clearly how He would like us to continue to serve. My wife and my three children would love to be here today, but uh, they're in Turkey right now. And uh, they, as, as well as the believers in Turkey, send their warm regards to all of you. I don't have to think if I have a clipper, a, a clicker to... Oh, there we are. I can just show you some pictures. I know that uh, you've uh, been following with us and uh, praying for the situations there. So I want to just show you some pictures of the work going on in Turkey. Really, it's, it's the Lord's work. It's not about any one of us in particular, but what about God's doing? Uh, there's the rest of my family. They've grown up uh, from the last, latest picture you have on your billboard back there. Our daughters uh, are 11 and 9 anymore, and my wife uh, is looking as young as ever and uh, gorgeous as well. And also my, our son is 6 years old. Uh, we just spent three months in the United States uh, with our local church, our home church, visiting and as well as uh, putting our kids in school there. We were forced to do that because of some visa issues. So they're now back in Turkey. Now, as many of you remember, we live in the southeastern part of Turkey, uh, which is called Diyarbakir, uh, right at the, uh, on the Tigris River, uh, just a stop down from the Garden of Eden. At least we like to think so. It's a uh, it's very dry climate, very hot right now, very different from, uh, from London. But the Lord is doing a wonderful work in that part of the country. On the western uh, edge, in the big cities like Istanbul and Izmir, Anymore, there is a number of churches, uh, great, uh, great work going on around the country. Uh, but on the eastern front, there are a lot fewer churches. Our city, a, a city of a million and a half, only has one church, and, that, and that's our church. And it's uh, growing slowly. The Lord is blessing that work. But as you can see, see, there's a lot of more work to be done. The church building was able to be built about uh, finished 10 years ago, and we were able to move into that and to start meeting there regularly. One of the interesting facets of it is that because we are the only really evangelical uh, church with a face, with a building in town, people will come into our church on a weekly basis, just uh, walking up and knocking the door, and we have opportunities to share the gospel with them freely. So in the last 10 years that the church building has been opened, I think we've distributed more than 10,000, 100,000 New Testaments just to the people who have come and gone and opportunities we've had to share the gospel. So that's a great sowing is going on. We may not have seen the, the fruits of it yet, but the, the seed is in the ground and uh, ready to sprout whenever the Lord deems right. Um, the, the church has grown in numbers. Of course, you know the, the elders. Uh, you'll see Ahmed there, the brother in, in, in white uh, hair. Uh, I think he's been here, has he not? And so you might recall Ahmed. Genghis is not in the picture, but uh, he's the other elder. But since uh, in these last years, the Lord has really raised up a new crop of, of young leaders a couple of the ones here, Hassan on the left and Ended on the right-hand side are two of our newest deacons who are really being groomed to be leaders. So the Lord is doing a special work in the Diyarbakir Church, growing it to maybe about 60 or 70 strong members now and reaching out to the community very regularly. We especially wanted to start a second church and really gain some, keep the momentum going and really, as a church, take steps forward. And uh, one of those things was opening a, a new church office. You can see Genghis playing the saz there on the right-hand side. And uh, so this church is not a church yet, but it's an office, a ministry center. That's my office, and uh, we are meeting there regularly for discipleship and other, other events. So the Lord is blessing that. 
that, uh, sorry, is, uh, is in a building, as most people live in flats there. So it's the first flat there on the top. You can see it. It says Diyarbakir Protestant Church. And uh, emblazoned across our uh, windows, and people come in often and visit us as well. One of the big ministries of the church is reach out to the cities around us that are, that are unchurched. There's contacts, people we follow up with. One of those is Mardin, just an hour to the south of us. We've had the joy of, of seeing a fellowship kind of come together there. And more recently, we've been able to help families move there and uh, keep this church fellowship going. And we really hope to see this thrive. Uh, another place is a place called Batman. You didn't know there was a place like that in the world, probably. But there's a place called Batman. And, and a new fellowship has sprouted up there as well as, as a result of much follow-up. And uh, we've been supporting that regularly. Uh, of course, when we go to Batman, we always have to have a good... We had a picnic there, and we had to have Turkish kebabs and all the rest. This lady here is one of the first believers there, kind of a Lydia in the town. The Lord has really blessed her, uh, but it's been very difficult. More recently, when she was going to be baptized, her, uh, her relatives basically beat her black and blue, and she was not able to be baptized. But she's still very resilient in her faith. Pray for Songyul and uh, the other believers in that city. Uh, but that baptism still went on, and other families were baptized. This is a young family from... Afghanistan, of all places, that showed up in Batman. We were getting a lot of influx, immigration, uh, people immigrating from other places. And so this couple was able to be baptized by Ahmed there in the Tigris River. Uh, and this is a meeting they had uh, just recently together, again, celebrating this baptism with the believers in Batman. Another opportunity is a city down uh, farther east, is a city called Media. It used to be an old Christian town. And in fact, this is a church building that was built by Protestants in that city in 1912. Uh, we were contacted by one of the last surviving members of that church who said, you know, there's this building there, but there's, you know, it's falling into dis, uh, disarray. Could you take it? And so we've gone down there and had the opportunity to fix up some, some benches, paint them up, and fill them up. And, of course, uh, there's still no people. But, uh, in fact, uh, one of the older gentlemen there that remembers the church in its day said, you know, why did you go to all this effort to fill up the church uh, when there's no people? And I said, well, let me tell you a little story, I said. There were two farmers, and, and, and they, both of them prayed for a great harvest. But only one of them went and prepared his field. Which do you think truly had faith? And, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to prepare the field and trust that the Lord will indeed one day fill this place with, uh, for his glory. So there are opportunities like this. A church like this, all it would take is for somebody to move into that city, open the door, and there would be visitors every day. And opportunities like in our situation, people to, to talk with about the gospel. So open doors of opportunity in Turkey. It's perfectly legal to share your faith, to open a church, to convert to Christianity. It doesn't make it any easier because it's still 99% Muslim and people are uh, reticent to accept the gospel. But there is freedom and uh, a lot of opportunities. One of the newest possibilities is this young couple, Ender and Rojda, who just this last Wednesday were commended, commissioned from our local church to go to Mardin to help with that fellowship, and that they're also going to be going to media semi-regularly to open the doors of the church. So they are our first local missionaries. Uh, it's a very exciting prospect because the, the local church has been really praying to, to, to keep reaching out and to raise up amongst from ourselves local missionaries. Uh, they are very frankly uh, really uh, trusting the Lord for their support because the local church is not able to support them entirely. And so if the Lord puts it on your hearts to support a local missionary family there in Diyarbakir as they reach out through the, uh, the auspices of the local church, they would very much appreciate uh, your support, which you could uh, funnel through the local church. 
So they've just gone out there this week. So uh, another thing that the church does a lot of is, is church uh, uh, children's ministry. have a lot of very poor children in our neighborhood, if you recall those who visited, that it's a very poor neighborhood. And many of these are, are gypsy children, uh, very, uh, very poorly taken care of. But uh, we just take opportunity every Saturday to show them the love of Christ, have crafts with them, games, and we trust the Lord's word is being sown into his, their hearts. Another big part of the ministry that I'm involved in is this discipleship program, a mini Bible school, to really raise up the next generation of uh, young leaders. And uh, so we've enjoyed just graduating. I gave two lessons this last week via Skype uh, to the group there, and we go through the whole Bible in a year. Another interesting opportunity that has come our way is in national television, uh, going through satellite. So Ahmed and myself have had opportunity to put uh, Bible teaching on the, on the satellite and that's being viewed all over Turkey and, in fact, and all over Europe. So a lot of great opportunities coming our way that way. Of course, our particular ministry is with the young people. We really want to see that next generation grow up. And we are thankful that so many of these now uh, are really serving the Lord. One fellow, for example, here, Mehmet in the left, is the only believing student in the city called Mush, north of us. And because he's the only Christian there, it you know, would be easy to become very uh, ingrown and, and be fearful. But he's very bold in his faith. And has had many opportunities to share the gospel. In fact, every time he goes back there, he takes with him a box of New Testaments because uh, people are, are asking him regularly to, to, to get material from him. And we meet regularly with the youth at our home. I'm sure they'll be meeting later today uh, to, to have fellowship, to have teaching, and to encourage them. For many of them, they're the only believers in their home. And so we have to uh, really be uh, spiritual parents to them. Some of them, for example, this newer girl here in green, Hilal, was the only believer in her family. When they found out that she had uh, been reading the Bible and interested in Christianity, they locked her in a room. And we weren't able to hear from her for, for weeks. And we're very concerned for her, but the Lord protected her, and we've been able to get in touch again through Facebook and other things. We've been able to communicate, and she's still strong in her faith. But it, it's, it's really not easy for any of them. Others like this, Berivan is also the only believer in her home. And, uh, and was, really, was threatened by her family, been married off to Muslims, sent off to Syria. Uh, but she's been very strong, adamant in her faith, and she got baptized last Sunday. Um, this young man here, Salih, is another very typical Kurdish young man who uh, very disillusioned with Islam uh, and has kind of gone a very secular, uh, even socialistic in his thinking. Uh, and yet the Lord is drawing him back, so we keep praying for Salih as well. So there's a lot of things going on. Right, more recently, we were able to open up a, a book table uh, actually, when they did it downtown, they received some very serious threats. Uh, the climate in Turkey, the political climate, as you can tell, is going, very, is going south, as we say. I don't know if that's an expression that you use here, but it's, it's not going well at all. Uh, the country is very much going Islamist, and that's what the reactions are about in Istanbul. And we feel that out east, where, where we had a, a number of people come out and, and really try to lynch the group that was, that was doing this. So the police had to intervene. Since then, they, they've joined a book fair, and in fact, I think there's some pictures in your bulletin of the, the mayor of the town came by, and he was able to receive a Kurdish Bible. So a lot of great opportunities. Uh, more recently, right before we left, we had a, our 10th youth retreat. In fact, this church here has helped us on different occasions to uh, stage and finance this retreat. It was a great time with the young people from all over the region having a good, a good time of us as well. We went to that church in Midiat and, and worshiped there together which is a real experience for them because many of their great-grandfathers were, were, the, were the Kurds and Turks in the region that, that slaughtered the Armenians and the Christians in the region and sent them away in, in the massacres of 1915. 
So it was an opportunity to challenge them to take the place of the men who built this, uh, this church and, and, and carry on the gospel, which they are doing. So we were just delighted to see a whole new crop of young people really challenged. These are just young people from the southeastern part of Turkey, very dynamic, very eager to share the gospel. So the church is really growing in that way. Some points to, to, to pray about. Clearly, uh, we really need to be praying for the local churches there, specifically their spiritual condition, um, and then the outreaches that are going on to other cities, particularly uptown as we're trying to start a new church, the two different cities where we have two new churches in Mardin and Batman, as well as a re- outreach to the university, which the un- young people are carrying on. And then you might also pray for our family's transition. You might have heard uh, last week, on Saturday, we went to, on Friday, we went to Istanbul to try to enter the country again, and uh, my family was able to get through. I was stopped. Uh, we, we've been in Turkey for 12 years, and so over 12 years, you accumulate a very thick file of very uh, derogatory information about yourself. Uh, and so they've uh, finally decided that they don't want me in Turkey anymore. Uh, I was able to ascertain from the police what the issue was. Evidently, they now consider me a threat to the security of the Turkish nation. Uh, so they've basically filled our files with all kinds of different uh, negative information, uh, just basically trumped up tra- charges. And so uh, we, we're going to continue to fight this legally, but the reality is is. Uh, they've made their position very clear. They've blacklisted us. Uh, my wife was able to get back in, but we really need to be thinking about relocation. And so while I've been back in London, uh, I've been uh, corresponding with different workers in different regions. We want to stay in the Turkish-speaking world in a Muslim context where we can focus our efforts through the local church and continue to interface with the ministry in Turkey. And northern Cyprus seems to be one of our best options because it's very close. The believers can come and go freely. My wife can come and go as she needs as well uh, until at least we get all these court cases solved. I don't know if they'll ever let me back into Turkey, but uh, it's been a challenging time. But really the Lord has, has proven very faithful. I've been meditating on the words in the Second Corinthians where it talks about how the Lord has, has comforted us with all comfort so that we may be able to comfort others. And it also speaks in verse 10 and 11 of, of the prayers that are so necessary to, to really further God's kingdom. And we're very dependent on that. And my wife was saying as we've been corresponding during the week, that she really feels how people are, are upholding her and the children in prayer, can really sense the Lord's grace and strength and comfort during this season. It says the, the, the children are behaving unusually well and they're being very helpful. Uh, of course, there's a lot of goodbyes to say, a lot of things to wrap up, and I will be probably going to Cyprus later this week to begin to investigate how we can move there So just pray that the Lord opens doors in Cyprus, gives us grace with the authorities, and that we can continue to to support the local church even from a distance, uh, and that the Lord might be honored in all that we endeavor there.